0: Jesus said, Verily, verily, I said, He that enters not by the door to the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. Some of you are trusted, Well, I had this experience with God. I feel thus To go to heaven, you're going wind up in hell because the blood has never been applied. You've never seen yourself lost. So how could you ever be saved? To came. Cross was demanding. He decided to substitute his own carnal ideals to get to God. I asked a lady one time, I said, if you die now, do you know you'd go to heaven? She said, Well, preacher, it's like this. I go to the post office every day. And I can go this way get to the post office. I can go this way to get to the post office. And I can go this other way. But y'all lead to the post office. I said, Well that's wonderful. Problem is, when you die, you ain't go going to the post office. And Jesus said, I'm the way the truth and the life he substituted reason for revelation number two he trusted trying for trusting he substituted his trust in the process of time it came to pass that came brought the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock and the fight thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. From the very beginning, there's a division about their thinking. Cain says, I'm going to try and I'm going to give God my best. And by the way, he brought his very best. He didn't pick up a half to tomato and bring to the Lord. He brought the very best he could muster up. He brought the best. He washed it. It gleamed. I'm telling you, it was the best. There ain't one problem. Everything he brought was cursed from the beginning. See, the day came and the Lord said unto Adam, because thou hast done this, and hearken to the voice of thy wife, uh, of which I command thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and so shall I eat of it all the days of thy life. Kate often was identified with the curse. And no matter how you do it, it was Cursed. Here's what he's doing, no matter how good men you are trying, everything we're bringing to God in his own flesh is cursed. Bible says this. Bible says this: He says, "For our righteousness is in filthy rags, our very best." And what he's doing is this: He's saying, "God, I've tried to bring you my very best." But he's not bringing or trusting God for anything. There's some of you. You're, you're trying your best. You're trying. You're trying. And you're trying really hard. Can I get you to swap that trying? And just trust. If you're trying to get this, if you make a decision where you're going to be in church, you'll miss 50% of the time. But why not you just trust God and say, when the doors squeak open, I'm walking through Him. And trust Him to give you what you need. He'll help you. There's the difference between trying and trusting. When we start trying, it's up to us While well, we can work up, while well, we can work out. How many understand something? What, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? When all your trying doesn't get it done, what do you do then? What are you going to do when you're trying with physical strength? What are you going to do when your physical strength is gone? What are you going to do? Try with all your money and means. But what are you going to do when that runs out? And you understand something? God's not no problem I bring you to the bottom to get you to look up and trust Him. So why not trust Him? He's substituting trying for trusting. And there's a lot of people, they're trying, they're shoving, they're putting, they're trying and they're trying hard. Instead of just trusting, hey, Abel, why are you bringing? You ain't trying to do anything. you just over there keeping them sheep. You ain't doing nothing, Abel. Abel says, well, brother, I'm not trying. God said, bring an animal. And shed the blood. He said, I'm just going to pick up one, inspect it good, and take it. I'm going to trust God will be pleased with what He said. Not what I said, what He said. And Abel took that lamb, cut his throat, caught the blood, sprinkled it on the mercy seat. And God said, Hallelujah! I'm pleased. God looked at everything Cain did and tried to do. And he said, Mm-mm, I ain't accepting that. I'm not accepting that. He said, No, no. He said, it's just not done in faith, it's done in your ability. How many foolish men, and I mean foolish, think, really believe, it's my job. I'm going to keep my family safe. You couldn't keep your family safe one second. If God didn't do it for you. What a foolish man that is. I mean foolish. What well, a man ought to say, by the grace of God, if you'll help me, I'll obey you. And I'm going to trust you. To keep my baby safe. I've been there. I know what I'm talking about so we find here he substituted reason for revelation he he substituted trying for trusting see he can't have a form of godliness religion but denied the power Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 having a form of godliness sounds godly sounds right but denying the power thereof from such one turn away. He said in 1 John 3, Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, wherefore slew he him, because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Jesus tells us, John tells us, Cain was wicked from the, he's a child of the devil from the beginning. Practiced a false righteousness. He not only substituted reason for revelation, trying for trusting. He substituted beauty. He substituted beauty for the blood. Can't looked over. Abel, I'm just going to be a man older, one that's not stained with blood. I'm going to put me some flowers around it where well, it smells good. He said, I'm not interested in that smell of death. That altar. He "If it's okay with you. I want to have a pretty cross one that everybody would come in the abuse, build me a big charge, And we won't ask nothing of them. There'll be no conviction here, see, because there's going to be no blood here. And people can die and go to hell while they're enjoying the trip. Waking up one day and realize they've been deceived. The worship of Cain. This over here, it's a bloody mess. Smell of deaths everywhere. I got this cross, and there's nothing pretty about it. The artist, I've been kind now through the years, put Jesus on that cross with a drop or two of blood. And loin cloth around his middle. But that's not the way it was at all. That wasn't the way it was. He would have been a bloody mass of a man you couldn't even under, couldn't even recognize who he was. Flesh would be hanging in clothes. The blood would be running down his body and he would be naked and humiliated. They would come by and spit on him. Curse him. Throw human waste on him. If they got close enough, they'd done like the soldiers just slapped him. I come to this cross I say, my God, Jesus, why are you doing this? He would look and say, "Son, I'm doing it for you. What have you done? It must have been horrible." He'd say, "I didn't do anything. I'm sinless, but I took on your sins." Your ungodliness. And I took them all. I took on the sins of every whoremonger and thief, every adulterer, every pedophile, every homosexual. I took the sins of every murderer, everyone to this place. And understand, I'm dying so that you can live. You get to live because I'm dying. And when Jesus looked down at this cross, He said, I'm I'm not interested in that. But He looked at this when He said, this is my beloved Son and whom I'm well pleased. you got to understand something. Jesus is not going to let you go to heaven because you're good because there's none good God's not going to let you go to heaven because you, you, you have this quiet time feel fuzzy all over and you, Jesus, no, no, no you're not going to heaven because of that you're going to heaven because Jesus don't look at you that way he looks at you and he sees the blood of his darling son and he accepts you because of the blood of his son and that's the only reason he accepts any of us that we got no other rights to heaven, but because the blood of His Son, He sees His Son's blood, and He says, "That's one of mine." Passes over them. He sees the blood. We got this idea. I'm so spiritual, and I'm so holy. Not so much of this. No, your righteousness is a filthy rice. They nothing about us holy. Nothing. The only good thing about me is. this twelve year old, eleven year old boy that I could go back to church. The blood the blood was applied to my sins. That's it. When he sees me he sees the blood. You have to understand it. And more than that, Cain worship says let's take that bloody mess out of it. Let's make them feel good. Let's like the cat blood the further out way. It's not having no conviction. Let's not demand anything. Just make them feel good. Because there's no blood. We want it beautiful, but no blood. And you better serve this. Please, you can reject everything I'm saying. Are you listening? Look up this way. Listen. Are you listening? For God's sake, you better know the blood's been applied. You better, first of all, take me to a place and a time. You don't have to know the date or the hour when you recognize yourself a sinner. Second, you recognize the blood's been applied. Or you don't go. It ain't my opinion. It ain't what I think. Jesus, That's the Jesus can say, I'm the way. I'm the truth. And I'm the life. Why can He say that? Because He gave His life. Life's in the blood. Drain your blood out, and you ain't nothing but a dead carcass. Life's in the blood. Life's in the blood. Don't miss it. Notice, Abel depended on the blood of Christ and his finished work. Cain depends on good works, man pleasing religion. One leads to heaven and one leads to hell, and there's no in between. It's that simple. See, Cain said, I'm going to build my own altar, one that hadn't been stained with blood. I'm going to perfume it with beautiful flowers. Testimony of death. He arranged everything just right. And surely, surely, God will accept my worship. I'm going to put on my best going to church clothes. I'm going to take a bath where I need it or not. I'm going to make sure my hair's fixed. I'm going to go buy the beauty shop and make sure it's done. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to give a good offer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And surely, God will accept my sacrifice. That morning, God came by. He said, no. He goes over here to an old blood-stained altar. On that altar is a lamb. The blood's been spread. And he said, Abel, I'm going to accept you not because, Abel, you're good, but because the blood of the innocents being shed in your place. And I'll accept that. And you know what he'll do? He'll accept it every time. That's the reason whosoever Shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. I'll show you one more truth. One more truth. He sacrificed one more thing. He had his reason for revelation, trying for trusting, beauty for blood. But know something else he swapped. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. He swapped persecution for persuasion. Bible says and the Lord said to Cain why art thou wroth? Why has thou come fallen? Why have you changed? What's happened to you? Hey Cain why are you acting this way? Hey Cain why are you mad? Why are you upset? Why are you angry? He said, here's what he said if thou doest well thou shall be accepted. Here's what you don't understand. He had the the potential, just like you got the potential this morning. Because Abel would have brought two lambs to the sacrifice in case one was found to be unclean. He would have brought two to make sure he had a sacrifice. Cain done sacrificed one, but the other ones laying right outside the gate. Cain, if I can persuade you, you can go out there and get that lamb. Bring it in here to your altar and shed the blood and I'll accept it. No what he said though. No what he said. And if thou doest not well, sin loth at the door. And if thee shall be his desire, and I shall rule over him. He said... If you choose Cain, if you choose Cain, your way stands waiting on at the door, the door of decision. You're waiting right there at the door. And he said, I promise you something. If you decide, that'll rule you the rest of your life. He said, I, I promise you that your way will take you further from God. Your way will take you away from God, not closer to God. Here's, what, here's how you know if I've got the way of Cain or not. Whenever you don't get your way, you will get angry and you'll try to destroy that which God has blessed. Because in a few days, Abel and him was in a field and that anger rose up and he slew his brother. I'll stop it! Shut down that way, and God'll have to accept my way. No, because you slew an Abel, God'll raise up a Seth. God raised up a Seth. You try to destroy what God's blessed, He'll just raise up some more to take your place. Because the way of Cain he came to become a very angry bitter ugly hateful man he left that day mad he went to hell mad and may i say on the june sunday morning he's still mad in hell he's still angry because he substituted he substituted I'm seeing today a progressive movement that's substituting old-fashioned, fundamental, Bible-believing, Bible-preaching churches. I'm seeing a movement, and it's gaining, it's like a, it's gaining speed like you wouldn't believe. What's alarming me is this. It's the people that used to believe in revelation. Now they've got their own reasoning. They used to have a conviction about a matter. They've junked it now. Got a different conviction. They used to believe the Bible, but they've junked it now. We're going to go to a different version. And are moving quickly from not what of God's way, but to their way. Mr. White, the woe of Cain's worship. God said, "Cain, not is that not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil, his brother's righteous." Here, t- this morning, I pray, oh, may we never adopt, embrace. The woes of Cain's worship. What I'm trying to say to you, the very best I know how, it's not about me and you. It's about the Holy Lamb of God. He's worthy of being worshipped this morning. Nobody else needs to be on that pedestal but Him. The only reason you're going to heaven is because of Him. And if if this morning, if you cannot in your heart tell me, Tell me, if you could not stand up and tell me and, 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 and share how Jesus saved you, then you need to check up. I don't care your position. Your position, you can be a preacher, a preacher's wife, a deacon, a deacon's wife, a Sunday school teacher. None of those things are. They'll send you to hell, is what they'll do. I just got one question Has the blood been applied? Because when the blood's applied, then. You're doing it God's way. And isn't amazing? When you get that right, the rest of it, forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together, doesn't become a problem. The blood's been applied. The commandments of how to treat a, 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 a husband and wife don't get to be a problem once the blood's been applied. But it's the blood being applied this morning. If you died right now, do you know? Do you know that you go to heaven? And if you know that, then the next question is, does your life reflect it? Does your life reflect that? Or does your life reflect the ways of Cain? So I'll stand to her feet. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Here this morning, do you know?